the Black Swan Media Studios, deep inside a secret underground bunker. My mom's beefing. We're speaking to freedom-loving patriots from all around the country and the world. Welcome to the resistance. This is John Crump, live. Live. Hi, guys. I bet you didn't expect to see me today because I'm usually not on here on a friday but yesterday i did a nine hour live stream so i missed the last show so we had to get it in so we get it in today we are brought to you by the wonderful people at ghost gunner ghost gunner is a fully function functioning uh cnc machine that can mill out 80 percent lowers p80s 1911s is john crump the resistance hell yeah i am it can also do uh AKs. So that's really, really cool and a bunch of other stuff. In fact, they even have a 0% lower now. So even if they do ban 80% some, uh, AR sometime down the road, which they haven't done, and it doesn't appear that they are going to do, this will be able to do 0% lowers, which is kind of cool. We are also brought to you by the wonderful people at Tusk. Tusk is a cryptocurrency focused on the firearms market and our guest today accepts Tusk for his 80% lower. So check him out at Tusk.network. Proudly sponsored by TUSC, the only cryptocurrency designed with the firearms market in mind. With three-second processing times, it's the fastest cryptocurrency on the planet. On the planet. With lower transaction fees than traditional credit cards, it's perfect for your e-commerce needs. For gun guys, buy gun guys. Visit TUSC.network for more information and join the digital revolution. Yes, we are back here, and we are also sponsored by Black Swan Tactical. And Black Swan Tactical is sponsoring Sabar's pre-roast show tonight. So you can go and watch Sabar's pre-roast show tonight, and Black Swan Tactical is sponsoring it. Swan Tactical, your number one source for 2A streetwear. With shirts, mugs, hats, patches, flags, and more, there's always something to help you rep the 2A community. All proceeds go back into our projects. Viewers and listeners can take an additional 10% off with code CRUMPY. Unapologetically pro-gun, pro-liberty, and pro-freedom gear for the front lines of the culture war. And you can always support the mission by going to johncrump.locals.com or flyingrich.locals.com to support Flying Rich. Or you can just give us a super chat, whatever channel you are on. We are proudly broadcasting on the Firearms Radio Network. The Firearms Radio Network is where you can listen to a bunch of podcasts about firearms. There you go. Let me bring on Rich. Rich is back today. Wow. Hi, Rich. Hey. Hey. And uh, hold on, I forgot to send this to Jason. Let's see if Jason wants to join us as well. Forgot all. I don't see him. Yeah, I mean he's not in the live feed, but I know because I forgot. While you're figuring out if Jason's on, can I bring on our guest? Yes, you can. So we have Alex from Alex Precision Machines. How's it going, man? Good. How about yourself? Good, good, good. I've been wanting to get you on for a while. Uh, You made a bunch of cool tusk lowers. And I paid yeah. for it in Tusk. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and uh, quite a few people actually bought them. I mean, we sold out. We did a limited run, 25, and they're all gone. And there were a couple that were purchased as well, you know, with Tusk that weren't the Tusk ones. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, I purchased and, several. Uh, we did a giveaway to raise yeah. money. So I actually purchased several different ones, and I got the Tusk one. And it was here, but I have no idea where the hell it went. <laughs> I know exactly where my Tusk lower is, and it's more than a thousand miles away from me right now. Oh man, yeah, all the my inventory is over a thousand miles away as well. Yeah, I have no idea. It was around. It's around here somewhere. But so, 
Alex, uh, currently his uh, business is in California, and uh, you are fleeing the tyranny. Oh, yeah. I'm heading for the hills. You know, uh, everything's just getting a little too too muddied out there, too weird, and I've had enough. So I just figured, you know what, go somewhere else, somewhere where it's more inviting, and here I am, Texas. So. Cool, cool. I, I think yeah. we were talking last week, and you were saying the taxes alone make it a very reasonable move. Well, yeah. I mean, every uh, just the cost of living in general, I've noticed, is quite a bit uh, lower out here, you know, without having to say, you know, the gas prices. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, I got a bad habit. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a smoker, so even cigarettes are cheaper, you know. Uh, property taxes, you know, everyone says, hey, you know, they're high, and that, but in California, I'm paying about the same. I, from what I understood, I'm paying about the same. So to me, it's not that big of a difference. And I think there's a, they do homestead discounts, stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I drop those prices down. So we'll see how that goes. And that, and I'm tired of just, you know, oh, not only that, but no, from what I understand, no uh, state income tax. So right. Savings there. Yeah. That's why I like Delaware. Low, low tax. Delaware, Florida, also no state income tax. Yeah, no sales tax, Delaware. Okay, let yeah, me ask you. Sales tax is a biggie. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sales tax is even uh, 1% lower here. From what I understand, wow. it's, like eight, it's like eight and a quarter, eight and a half, something like that. In LA, it's uh, nine and a quarter. Uh, let me let me ask you a couple of questions about uh, this. This is not a firearm. It's a, see, it's, a, it's just a paperweight right now. But uh, glorified uh, piece of aluminum. Yeah. So let me ask you a couple things about it, which is kind of cool. You kind of mm. took borrowed something from the like the AR10 design, and uh, you know the the screw in instead oh, of having to yeah. bang it in. I love that. Yeah, I got uh, I got I had an issue with my uh, I think it was uh, Sharps Brothers lower. And I had to pull that pin out, and it was a nightmare. And I kind of scuffed up the piece, and I figured, you know what? Just make it easy on everyone. On a Sharps yeah. Brother, that's not... <laughs> Sharps Brothers aren't cheap. I have a Sharps Brother. I have the Hellbreaker, and they're not exactly cheap. Yeah, no, I yeah. know. Same. I think I have the Hellbreaker as well, and uh, yeah, that's not cheap. Yeah, John Sharp is uh, like a pretty good guy, uh, and... Uh, I'm going to have him on the show because I think Rich and him are going to geek out because he That's loves airplanes. Oh, okay. Um, the The Hellbreaker is actually modeled after an airplane, a P-40. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, he loves airplanes. And that is what he decided to do. Um, yeah, it was great. And now they even have the ones where the the section in between the teeth is opened up. So it's kind of even a little more interesting looking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, yeah. So that's kind of cool. So you have that. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, the the back has a uh, screw in, doesn't it? Yeah. Which is kind of well. cool so because I, I hate <laughs> like the two most frustrating yeah. parts of putting together a uh, AR lower. Yeah, and not having to go find a spring that went flying halfway across the room oh hell yeah <laughs> yeah uh rich is back people are saying yeah it, it, yeah so that even though i got rich a bunch of viewing hours yesterday oh i, I gotta remember i'm not on a touch screen here i just want to pop this comment in so it says uh alex uh you did you also do the ones for dld uh yes i did uh, Swamp Dog had me uh, do a couple of those for DLD, so I went ahead and did those. He's actually waiting on five more that are left to go out to him, but I left before they were done, so they'll be shipping out as soon as I get back uh, on the 13th. That's really cool. Yeah. Well, the his were different because uh, initially when I did them, I just grabbed a couple of uh, blank lowers that I already had, and just machined out the DLD logo. So there was a bit of a contrast there with the black and then the exposed aluminum. And he liked it that way. So this next batch has got to wait for just the logo to get done and then they're out. 
Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, dark, kind of like that. Uh, we're going to be doing something. I'm not even sure if I'm allowed to talk about it. Well, what the you hell? Can't talk about it? We're going to be doing something uh, like a collaboration between, uh, in real life, machine guns and everything, between Mr. Wilkes, Jay the Shooter, DLD After Dark, me, and IV8888. And Rich, Woo-hoo. if you want to come up. Dude! I gotta. I, I don't want to miss out on that. Yeah, that's going to be kind of cool. I think it's going to be really, really fantastic. So, yeah, I was watching, in, in case you don't know, uh, Dark had Iraq veteran Eric on last night. And also, Jay the Shooter was in the chat. And Jay the Shooter has built, um, or Mr. Wilkes, in conjunction with Jay the Shooter, they built a full auto Desert Eagle and a full auto FN57. And Eric was talking about the potential of doing a P90 meltdown video. Yeah, so that, that, that sounds that, kind of cool. That will be awesome. That would be awesome. And we uh, just arrange the range and everything. And, and Ron else. Wayne's using all of my proper pronouns. So, what was that? This guy, uh, Dark Mavis, is calling me right now. Yeah, and, and he just broke no. your audio. Uh, Dark Mavis was calling me. Doesn't he know? Obviously not. Well, you probably don't think you're on the show because you weren't supposed to be on the show today. Yeah, we usually don't do a Friday show. Yeah, Fridays is usually your day off, but since I did nine hours yesterday, which is really cool because I got, I think it was like 2,000 viewing hours in a day, so yay. Um, yeah, that, that, that was that's hard. That was insane. We, we during the uh, Rittenhouse trial, we did like forty hours of streaming in one week. Yep. Yeah, we we did a stink load of streaming. That was insane. It's kind of hard, but yeah, I mean it was good. I I just wanted to, people who usually don't get engaged to be able to get engaged. You know. So what? How'd you get hooked up with Tusk? Uh... I was originally trying to figure out, you know, how to start up, you know, doing the 80% lower, stuff like that. I reached out to Rob because uh, I know I heard through you guys. I heard through you and I think it was on someone else about Tusk. So I figured, hey, I'd just check out their website, see what's going on there. Uh, contacted them. And next thing I know, I'm talking to Rob himself. And, you know, uh, I figured, hey, what the hell, you know, just do it. And started accepting tusk uh as well as cash you know or credit card now yeah one one of the things that that's uh worries me about cryptocurrency it worries me about like like non ethereum bitcoin cryptocurrency yeah. is uh pump and dumps so i actually researched yeah. tusk for like a year and waited for a year before i actually bought any <laughs> i wanted to make sure it wasn't going to be you know I talked to Rob. Yeah, well, he said, he, uh, you know, trust but verify. So after yeah. a year, if they don't pump and dump, if they don't do a, if they don't do a rug pull in a year, it's usually fine. And it's been around for a few years yeah. now, so it's not going anywhere. But that was like one of the things that I've like, you know, I'm very wary yeah, of. Keep your hesitant. I don't want to yeah. be. A, I don't want to be putting the save the kids or the safe moon tokens. That that was awful. But what what a bunch of freaking epic trolls! Yeah. Well, there's pump and dumps every day, man. Yeah, yeah, there are. I mean, I just feel bad day. for the people that fall for it. Yeah, dude. I mean, I mean, it's most of the time it's people who don't really know a lot about crypto. Yeah. There was it. Is it uh, PT Barnum said there's a sucker born every minute. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way. Um, this is one of the most comfortable t-shirts I've ever worn. <laughs> Seriously, it is. I mean, thank I, you for sharing. No, I mean, I, I mean, I've, I've been like, it's, uh, it feels like I'm not even wearing a shirt. It's light and breezy. And it, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, is, is it a black, is it available on black swan? No, it's not. No. Oh, oh man. <laughs> it's available in the La Costa store. <laughs> 
But so I, I just bought a Alex, so have you always done you know eighty percent lowers? Is this something new? No, yeah, this is this is all new to me. Uh, I started doing them. Um, I think I started the process early early last year, and because I originally uh, I I'm a machinist, run a machine shop, used to do aerospace stuff, uh, military, whatever, and that stuff dried up quick with the pandemic. Everyone was putting their wow. projects on hold and just pushing things off. You know, a couple of my clients ended up kind of disappearing. So I was like, okay, well, I got to figure this out. And I noticed that uh, there were two industries that were booming during all, during all this. And that was firearms, firearms being one of them. So I started looking at 80 percenters and here I am. So now you're CNCing from billet. Is that how you're doing it? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it starts off raw. And it's just a block of aluminum, and by the time it's done, it's what uh, John showed. Yes, yeah, so just built. Because a lot of people people buy like blanks, like a lot of companies. Yeah, and yeah. They'll start actually... off with like a forged blank that has nothing pretty. Like it's really rough. It does yeah. need some work. But no, I start from a plain block of aluminum that's awesome so how did you figure the programming out to do the the milling uh i actually just went over some uh some blueprints and i managed to get a hold of a couple of blueprints for ars uh for lowers and just kind of went off those numbers and then the rest of it the cosmetic stuff i just went ahead and kind of mm-hmm. did it myself yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I like it. I, your your lowers are very distinctive. Have you thought about doing an upper? Uh, I have, but cost efficient. It. I mean, it's not cost efficient on my end mm-hmm. to do them. Um, I'm still kind of playing with that idea. I still got to look into it some more because uh, there's a lot. There's a little bit more that goes into the upper, you know, as opposed to the lower. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I'm eventually I might get there. You know, right mm-hmm. now my step uh once i get things sorted out at the new shop is i'm picking up a laser engraver i'm going to start doing stuff like that just to kind of you know speed uh not take up too much time on the cnc plus i can get a cleaner design out of the laser engraver than sure I do, uh, just a regular engraving mill yeah this is some mm-hmm. of the, this is some of the ones that you have here you have like yeah uh, currently those are the yeah, which one? I, I, I bought one of these. Anyway, uh, don't oh, step on. Yeah, yeah what, what, were, what were we raising money for at that time, Rich? Oh, gosh. We, we, uh, was it uh, was it P80 Dan? Maybe P80 Dan, yeah. Um, yeah, we uh, we you we do a lot of uh, fundraising, I guess. This is a blank, you know, helping out the community and stuff like that. I I think we bought a couple of Betsy Rosses. We gave away a couple of these, yeah. So yeah, we do a lot of fundraising. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it's really good work, man. Oh, thank you. Uh, I, you know, I try to put the best uh, the best I can out there. You know, it's uh, I was always told just put the best out there and that's it. You know, don't mm-hmm. second guess it. You know, plus I know, uh, being a meticulous person myself, I, you know, I, I think I scrutinize it worse than anyone else. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Have you ever thought about doing like full firearms? You mean as far as full lowers? Yeah. Full lowers. Yeah. Or just firearms in general? No, full lowers. Uh, full lowers. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm going to, going to go ahead and uh once i get sorted out here i'm going to file for my ffl and stuff like that and actually start doing full lowers all right yeah that'd be kind of cool yeah you know it's uh plus i think it'd be a cleaner cleaner setup and everything and that's the other reason for the laser engraver i can it's easier for me to do serial numbers stuff like that right what's the timeline do you think for what to, to be or set up to do, to do full lowers, two months, three months, oh. four months. Well, depending on I your FFL, no but I have no clue. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the big one. And then I'm thinking from the timeline I've been given and the stuff that I need to sort out, I mean, I'm going to be shutting down the shop at the end of June, and then it's not cranking back up again until probably mid-late August. Oh, wow. Because I got to transport. Yeah, I got to transport all the machines. I got to finish, you know, having the building built. Are you doing a whole uh, whole building being built? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole uh, brand new 1,500-square-foot unit. Oh, wow. There'll be plenty of room for my machines. Nice. Sounds really exciting. Yeah, and pricey, but, you know, it's worth it. So they're asking, can you ship to Connecticut? Uh, I'm not sure on that. Mm, my list, of, I think the list is on there, but I can't remember if Connecticut was on the list of uh, ones that I can't ship to. I know it was, uh, it, was, it was New York, New Jersey, Rhode Island, Hawaii. Probably Maryland Nevada now. Was last, Nevada started up uh, oh, yeah. this year or last year. No, it was, I think it was the beginning of this year. Can't do Nevada. I think it's Maryland. Oh, all right. So he's asking once serialized. Well, once serialized, you just uh, I you'll be able to order it, but it's going to be transferred straight to a local FFL where you fill out all the paperwork. Yeah, because at that, that, that point, yeah, it's, considered, yeah. it's considered a firearm. Yeah, so I would, you know. Which I think is ridiculous that they require that. Yeah, I know. Oh, if, if Biden gets his way, we're going to have nothing and like it. Yeah, nine millimeter. I mean, they they were going up to everything. Um, <laughs> he has his way. I'm probably going to have to register my broomstick. Yeah, my my favorite thing that happened yesterday was uh, uh who was it showing his firearms? You know, the... wasn't he a Florida guy? Um. Ah, oh, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. And then Maxine Waters like, is that loaded? It's my house. I can do whatever the hell I want, whatever I want. Well, you know, he just had the mag out of it. Now, I, I don't know if he had one in the chamber, but he, he had the mag out. And, you know, he wasn't, didn't have his finger on the, didn't have the booger hook on the bang switch. So, you know, go after yourself. Yeah. All right. Uh, One Love Design says he was from Texas. Yeah, I think he, I think he was. Yeah, a couple of those guys made some pretty good points. So they're going to have a law in Texas. I, I don't think it's – you know, the law has been passed, but the date of it taking effect hasn't happened yet, where you can build suppressors in Texas – and no NFA, as long as it's, yes, you know, dubious. materials in Texas. Yeah, as long as it's built and stays in Texas, yeah. Um, no, and that's no. the other reason. He was Florida. He was Florida. No, You're right, Rich. Oh. Yeah, uh, I would not do that because, uh, you know, you have the Kettler case. Jeremy Kettler, who who followed Kansas law and built and got a superfluous built in Kansas, they didn't leave the border and he thought he was okay, then he got federal charges. Yeah. Either way, I'm like I said, the I'm gonna, you know, pay attention to everything. But yeah, at some point I do. I would like to get into making suppressors and stuff like that. Oh, cool! You know, and go through the proper terms of everything, obviously. But that's another reason for coming to Texas too, because I can't reverse engineer anything in California if I can't get my hands on it. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot more toys that you can get your hands on out here than out there. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Here it is. I'm just going to play it. Right here in front of me, I have a Sig Sauer P226. Comes with a 21-round magazine. This gun would be banned. Here's a 12-round here's a magazine. This magazine would be banned under this current bill. It doesn't fit because this gun was made for a 20-round, 20 21-round magazine. This gun would be banned under this bill. Here's a Sig Sauer 320. It takes a 20-round magazine. Takes a 20-round magazine. Here's a 12-round magazine that would be banned. It doesn't fit because it would be banned. This gun would be banned under this bill. 
Here's a gun I carry every single day to protect myself, my family, my wife, my home. This is a XL Sig Sauer P365. Comes with a 15 round magazine. Here's a seven round magazine, which would be less than what would be lawful under this bill if this bill were to become law. It doesn't fit. So this gun would be banned. I hope the gun gun is not loaded. I'm at my house. I can do whatever I want with my guns. Oh my god, that's great! You, you gotta, you gotta love that, Mad yeah. Max. Yeah, Dudley, I, you know what is the saying? You know, they may suspect you're an idiot, but don't open your mouth and remove all doubt. Yeah. No, nope. Maxine Waters is an idiot. <laughs> oh, I, oh, sorry about that. I didn't mean to talk over you. Uh, no, I was saying. Being from California, I'm very understanding about that 10 round stuff and it's garbage. I mean, half the guns that are available don't even make it to California, A, because of either limitations on the rounds or, you know, the gun manufacturer doesn't want to pay to have to be put on that list of okay guns, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's another crazy thing. Right. Yeah. There's something that um, in California, they have the handgun registry. And so, uh, well, like, there's uh, an approved list. Yeah, yeah, the, and, yeah. The Glock three, I mean, and the Glock Gen three is on there. Glock nineteen Gen three is on there, but the Glock nineteen Gen five is not on there. So, so somehow, the Glock Gen three is more dangerous than the Glock Gen five for some reason. I don't know. Makes no sense to me, man. Yeah. Yeah, no, California. But but that's what you have when you have people that don't know a thing about guns making all the rules about guns. Yeah, yeah there are some yeah, people there. Yeah, you get just there. a bunch of randomness. <laughs> yeah. Here's a good one. One car fast says you got to make a patch that says I can do whatever I want in my house. Yeah, I talked to Zach about it. Actually, I got another patch design that I got that um I'm going to get made that uh, I print it IPS. Uh, design. So I, I got a question, Alex. Do you do any 3D printing at all? I've been playing around with it. You know, I have a, I picked a printer up, uh, I think like two years ago. I was just kind of messing with it a little bit here and there, trying to do some random parts for like older cars, just to kind of mm-hmm. get a feel for it. Haven't quite dialed it in, and in the last two years, I really haven't played with it at all. But I'm looking at once I got this all sorted up, start, you know, playing with it again and see what uh, comes up. I've seen some of the stuff you printed, and it's got me curious. Yeah, well, I'll I'll tell you why I ask. Is Brandon Herrera, who's building the AK-50, he -hmm. said he's 3D printed some parts so before he sends them out to get machined, so he can see how they go together and how they'll fit and work. Yeah, that's uh that's a added bonus to the 3D printer. It helps in the final design, like especially if you're working off of like a solid model. You know, it's yeah. easier to just kind of make sure everything functions properly and you can you know, obviously make it with um characteristics that can be machined, obviously. You're not going to be sitting there putting sharp corners on something when you got to go with right. You know, but Yeah, and, and that's the good point that you're making that each uh, design process, you can design for something to be 3D printed or you can design for something to be CNC machined and sometimes yeah. they don't cross. Yeah, or you got yeah, you got to find a way to, you know, um, compromise in the design to just mm-hmm. be like, okay, it's going to have this feature in it. We got to, you know, make some clearance for it. Uh, if you notice, uh, like my uh, Magwell on mine, um, it's got the corners drilled out. It's like they're, it looks kind of funny, uh, but that's just to, because I couldn't get a, couldn't get a, a, the radius short enough in there for the magazine. So what I did was I just basically punched all the corners out and then went ahead and hogged it out. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, I, yeah, you can see I wish I had one in front of me. Here. Like this? Yeah. Um, no, no, no. It's not going to, I got, oh. Focus it in. Focus. Yeah, you'll see it in the corners where they okay. kind of 
basically oversize that corner so that way you know there's no interference with uh, any kind of mag whether it's the metal ones or the mag pulls you know if I can, uh, hold on but it's funny i didn't notice it I, I noticed the cosmetic features but i didn't really notice the uh the corners on the mag well yeah there's little things like that you know because if you're machining from billet the mag well has got to be a real pain in the ass yeah, and a lot of guys, what they'll do, uh, some guys will do like a broaching process. Okay. You know, but because I don't have the brooch and I don't have a broacher, I had to figure a way of um, machining it, and that was my way of doing it. Cool. I actually like the way it looks. It kind of looks different, but uh, yeah. I, I actually like it. I think it gives it character. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and then uh, and then right now I'm focusing more on the move, but as soon as the move's sorted out, I'm going to be changing up a little bit of the design on it, stuff like that, as far as, like, the trigger guard. Um, I noticed there was an issue with a tool for it because my magwell's just a hair too long, so I might shorten it up a little bit further down the line just to kind of that way all the other tools that for uh vices and stuff like that will click in and sit you know properly in it hey rich i'm muting you um give uh alex's feeding back through your mic okay. a little bit so you're unmuted right now but yeah i'm feeding back through your mic a little bit too but um yeah there you go sorry now rich is always uh Oh, uh, the best comment from yesterday was Kimball. <laughs> yeah, he saw this lady's uh, forehead and said, "Rich can land a, his her forehead is so big. Rich can land a seven forty seven on it." And then, like a little bit later, he said, "Without crashing." <laughs> Just like oh, uh, ADR's got a good comment here. Uh, how has Tusk payment been working for you? Uh, the payment's good. It's just a matter of, you know, once you got it, converting it and turning it into the cash, you know, or another crypto. It's just, you know, I haven't had time to really sit around too much. I've only had uh, a few, quite a few, I had quite a few transactions with the stuff. So the, one of the conversions was actually in bulk and it was pretty quick, not an issue. And I've just let the rest kind of sit because, you know, prices have been kind of all over the place recently. So yeah, I just crypt- figured let it ride and see what happens. Yeah, crypto's been going crypto's been going crazy. I wouldn't trade any oh, crypto yeah. right now. I wouldn't even touch it. I mean, not that I wouldn't touch it as far as the company. I just wouldn't touch it as far as like moving it around because yeah, you the- know, unless you're gonna do something quick now, uh before it like jumps and drops. You know, yeah, the, you sit on it a bit. the market is volatile. I think uh, that was uh, a few billion dollars was, was put into crypto and then pulled out right away. Oh, geez. So I, I think it was, a, I think it was a hedge fund or something. So, you know, Bitcoin trading was a lot more tame and predictable before the big um you know investment companies got involved in it when it was just you know under the radar it was very predictable you know you could always buy low sell high that kind of thing and it was you know very reliable that way you know it was like there's almost sometime later that day you could sell higher yeah and i noticed that with tusk too tusk had a similar setting where it almost looked like uh you know, it would start at a certain point, drop to a certain point, and then go back up and within the span of the day. And it was pretty uniform. But now all crypto everywhere is just a bunch of randomness. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what's going on with it. Yeah, I hear it is. Uh, investor, somebody put in $7 billion and pulled it out. Ouch. Yeah, see, so that, that's very disruptive to the market. Well, I mean, I think yeah. that, that was the point. Yeah, and if you see, I mean, what was it? Bitcoin back in November, I think, was sitting at like 50-something. And all of a sudden now it's like 20-something. 
Yeah, but I, I think you know. that I think that was the point is to collapse it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you know who who who've done it because you know they did it. Basically, they put that much money in there and they pulled it um, out so fast that they didn't lose any money, but yet uh, the, it caused the market to be volatile and drop. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that pulled the rug out from everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well that, that's like Forex. Uh, Forex seems to be one of those things. Unless you're a big money guy in Forex, you're always going to get your clock cleaned. Well, well, here's the thing. Um, they they didn't make any money off of doing that. All they did is collapse the market. So, but maybe that was their goal. I mean, they might have been shorting the market. Well, that's why I think it was a hedge fund. Yeah, no, I wouldn't doubt it. Which I'm not even sure if that's legal, but you got to prove that someone did it. And yeah. by the nature of crypto, um, unless you know who owns the wallets, I mean, yeah, you can you trace, really you can trace the wallets back to a wallet, but yeah, the owner of the wallet, who knows? Yeah. I mean, there's yeah, ways was- to figure it out, but in this case, if it was just a wallet, just that was funded just to, you know, do that. Then mm-hmm. I think it was. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it because that's when the market was getting a little weird, anyways, and people were pulling out of the market, going into crypto. I don't doubt these guys got a little hurt about it and decided, well, let's mess with them a little bit. Try yeah. to get people back on the market. Yeah, and I, I think. Actually, buying a lower from Alex was my my first Tusk purchase. I'm, I'm trying to think what else have I purchased with Tusk because I've actually uh, done the other way. I've done transactions with people selling them stuff for Tusk. Yeah, I got to send you some Tusk tonight. Just remind me, man. <gasps> I'm not getting my fair share of Tusk. Do uh, just remind me. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh... Yeah, so it's it's kind of crazy that that that's the problem with crypto. That's what makes crypto dangerous. Is it yeah, can be what manipulated? People hasn't been on it. Yeah, yeah uh, so Vanessa, I don't. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, Vanessa's asking what's Tusk running at right now, and I, actually, I haven't even looked. I I kind of. You know, other than buying a few things, I think it's cool to do a transaction like buying something from Alex with Tusk. I've really been just holding on to my Tusk. Yeah, yeah, so have I. I mean, I, I bought I bought some lowers and I bought some body armor from Citizens Armor. But right now, that, oh, sorry, go. I was going to say right now it looks. You know, I use the uh, the gecko the coin gecko thing to kind of see where it's at and it's looking like tusk is sitting at uh point zero 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 five which it's not too far off from an average that it used to sit at which was uh point zero 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 eight roughly but it does have its ups and downs as any crypto yeah I mean, that's a rough, yeah, that, uh, that's a rough estimate to where it's at because it all also depends on what someone's willing to pay for it when they go get it over at, uh, you know, at one of the exchanges, like Bololex or something like that. Yeah, yeah, because you'll notice when you type in Tusk, you'll notice a bunch of people have a list of what they're selling them at, and you just go off of that, and that also kind of reflects on that price as well. Yeah. I'm I'm holding onto all the crypto. I'm I'm you know I'm not going like short term. I'm going long term with it. Yeah, same here. I decided I was thinking of like maybe pulling some out here and there, but the way everything is, I was just like, you know what? I'll let it sit. Then I'm not, I'm in no rush. Yeah, yeah. It was exactly what I'm doing. And once you pull it out, you got to pay taxes on it. So. <laughs> yeah, the fun part. Yeah, so that's why I'm letting all my crypto sit. 
See, I don't know. I, I think the interesting thing about crypto is that it is less stable. Um, not, I'm not sure. So but that's kind of an interesting statement. What is? That, uh, you know, people would be more accepting of crypto if it was more stable. And, it, and you know, I'm not real sure about that. See, the... Basically, when we're talking about crypto versus dollar, uh, you're dealing with two things. You're dealing with the value of the dollar. You're dealing with the value of the crypto. Um, I mean, look at, you know, how much a dollar buys gas. And the question is, did the gas price go up or did the value of the dollar go down with respect? Yeah. Yeah, no, and that's the other thing, too. It's uh, it's got its it's a double edged sword you know, with crypto, if it, if it's on the low side, someone buys a bunch of crypto on the low side, pays you for what they're getting, you get all that crypto. A day or two later, if it sat there, now the crypto jumps up, whoever received that crypto has now just made a lot more while the, you know, buyer didn't spend more than he would have. It's just the, uh, the seller actually ended up with more at the end anyways. Yeah, a, a few years ago, I I bought a suppressor with Bitcoin, and Bitcoin at the time was only uh, like 5000 Oof. Yeah. Oof. Almost a lifetime ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was from Rex Silentium. They, uh, Rex Lentium, yeah, yeah, Rex, Rex Lentium, yeah. They were like the first to accept crypto in the gun world. Uh, Sabar Print is out there, Sabar Print 2A is out there. I am sponsoring the show, Black One Tactical, sponsoring his show tonight. The pre roast build, you can go check it out on his YouTube channel. Now, is that eight o'clock Eastern time? It's eight o'clock Eastern, yep. So, Sabar, who are the guests? Who are the roasters? He's not telling and you. I guess we got to wait for him to type if he's still out there. <laughs> so, uh, Alex, are you familiar with the Roast Your Build? No, I'm not, a, uh, but I'm actually going to check it out now. So, okay, uh, this started out with P80 Ralph, and what he would do is he would do a show. Uh, he says 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. I guess he's giving him a little bit more time. Uh, Ralph would do uh, talk a shit. show starting at 9 o'clock on Friday. And he'd have a bunch of people on and people would submit pictures of, you know, like either their prints or their P80 builds. Basically, yeah. it's everything without a serial number. And they critique it. And, it, you know, it's kind of a funny, it's a lighthearted thing. It's not a yeah. critical kind of judging contest. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure there's some interesting images coming in for that. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So it got so big, uh, Sabar is doing uh, a pre-roast uh, before that. So that that's how that's going. Oh, all right. So that's 7.30 tonight, huh? Eastern yep. time? I'll have to check that out. Yeah, and then 9 yeah. o'clock at uh, Sabar, I'm sorry, at P80 Ralph. P80 Ralph, okay. <laughs> oh, it's judgy. That's funny. Yeah, I mean that should be that, that should be good. Uh, I like Sabar. He came on yesterday for a little bit, Rich. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, Dark was on for a little bit. Sabar was on for a long time, and Corn Pop. Oh wow, okay, yeah, yeah. I've had Corn Pop on my show or Fun. my channel, I should say. Oh, I was like, who are you talking to? I'm like, ah, oh, Sabar, Corn Pop, and Flying Rich. She's like, just like ah. looks at me, like shakes her head. And Dark, she's like. Yeah. Like, none of your friends so, have real names. I'm <laughs> like, Alex, do you watch uh, a lot of gun tubers or? Uh, I try to watch as many as I can, but it's kind of hard, and it got even more difficult, you know, with this move to stay on top of everything that's going mm -hmm. on, and even nowadays with the way they're just throwing stuff, you know, into the fire, it's just like I can't keep up with it. Oh yeah, yeah. So, um. Now, how how long have you been in the gun world? How long have you owned guns for? Oh, I've owned guns since I was 18. I'm 43 now. So, I don't know, almost a good 25 years. You're the so you're, you're no noob, but that's yeah. out in California the whole time, correct? Yeah, 
Yeah, it's out in California. So all the, you know, nice little rules that we have and got to follow them. I mean, now we even have, we even have this great one where, um, and this one's kicked into effect, I think, uh, man, I want to say almost maybe four years ago or three years ago. Um, you need a background check for ammo. <laughs> yeah, yes. that, that's uh, that's a big thing that people were trying to get background checks for ammo. Yeah, they did that in New York. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, with that thing that happened in Sacramento, you know, a couple of weeks ago, it's like, what was the point of that? I think it was yeah. Sacramento. I don't know. But yeah, it's, you know, it's re- these things are ridiculous and it's just, it's a false sense of security for the person that doesn't know any better. Yes. Yes. Good point. And, and they always, so in California, here's the interesting thing. Tell me if I'm right on this. You need a background check to buy ammo, but if you reload, you buy all of the components and make your own ammo. I would assume so, but because I'm not a reloader, I've never done okay. it. Not sure how that works. Uh, but I do know that a lot of uh, firearms, uh, either just companies, uh, whether they distribute ammo or whatever, like you know, op- Optics Planets or Midway or anything, a lot of those guys, there were a couple of guys that just flat out said, you know, we're not shipping anything to California anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't blame them. You know, it, uh, it yeah. hurts us in the long run, but I can't blame them either. It's just like, you know, why are you going to jump through all these hoops, you know, for. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, what I did, I was, I think I was a Florida resident. I still have the house mm-hmm. in New York, but I was doing a, like one or two contracts in New York. Yeah. So I'm staying in New York and there was like a deal on AK ammo. So I'm probably going back five or 10 years on this. And I had a bunch of ammo delivered to, you know, my dad's place in Pennsylvania. And I was going to go out and visit him anyhow. So I went out there, picked it up, brought it back. I'm, you know, I wasn't going to get, you know, a card from New York state to give me permission to buy ammo. Yeah. And that's the thing too. It's, it, it's not so much that now, like in California, it's not like you go in once and do the background check and then you can come back X amount of times. No, it's every time you make a transaction, you have to have a background check. So in, do the, you have to pay a fee each time? or? Yep, every time. So it's basically extra tax at this point. So and if if you bought a box of nine mil in the morning and then, ah, crap, I, I needed to get 10 mil also. Turn around, went back in the store. New background check. Another background check. So it's yeah. not like same hour, same two hours. It's like no. wow. my understanding. No. And then the other thing that struck me as odd was when I went to go get some uh, two, two, three rounds. The guy, you know, I was like, hey, you know, I haven't bought ammo in a while. Uh, I know you guys are doing backgrounds now, whatever. Um, but I've never bought two, two, three before. And he's like, well, if you've got the firearm registered to you, you should be okay. So hmm. I'm guessing now they have some kind of, well, I know the AR is on a list out in California because I built it before the ban uh, back in 2018, 2019, when they did that. So I had to register with the DOJ and all that just for, you know, for my AR and it's like, okay, so if I hadn't bought a certain ammo, I think they would almost even kick it back. Really? If I didn't have a gun registered with that ammo. Yeah. Well, so, what happens if you're going to go rent a gun? <laughs> I don't even want to ask. I don't even know. All I know is I've gone to the range a couple of times and they're like, you're better off bringing your own ammo. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and do all this circus just for, you know, an afternoon of, Plinking. I'm just use my own rounds. I'll figure it out later. And, and you know, like people, they're like, "Hey, I've got a gun. They want to shoot. And it's kind of exotic ammo. Let's just say a, a, a PS90." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah bring your own ammo. It, you can of shoot course it." Course, this five seven. Yeah. Right. I'm just picking five seven out because it's unique. Or like, if it's oh, like most of guns, like, "Hey, you can shoot my most all day long. Here's the gun. Just bring your own ammo." But if they don't own a Mosin in California, you're saying like, uh, yeah, no. I if 
from my understanding, the way it sounded from the the guy behind the counter, that's kind of what it sounded like. If wow. you don't have, if you don't have a, a firearm that's you know whatever registered and you haven't bought that ammo before, chances are they'll kick it back and won't let you get it. That's wow. I mean that's how I understand it. So don't quote me on it. Mm-hmm, don't, mm-hmm. You know, don't throw me in the fire for that one. But yeah. well, I mean that's Sabar that's like that California. Huh? Sabar Prince is in California. He could tell us. Okay. Yeah, and uh, it's just goofy all the way around. It's a it's, it's a bit of a shame, but anti-liberty. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, you know, response times are fun. They're always good five plus minutes. You know. So you're hanging around at the gun counter, going like, eh. yeah. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's on that too. Yeah, just in there and just waiting for that thing to get okayed. And sometimes it goes by quick. Sometimes it takes a couple minutes. And you know, especially would the chairman the join me in co-sponsoring there, a bill to raise the draft near one of those stories? No, just because I'm not feeling. You know, it's like a line at Disneyland. Only right, right. So I had um, it was a Friday, and I went to pick up a Safety Harbor 50 cal upper. And I don't know if it was like three or three thirty. We did the we started the background check. Now I I have a U pin because there's a lot of people with my name that aren't good guys, and I don't know if it that that it was in the afternoon on a Friday and the manager went home. That knows how a U pin works. Yeah, but I didn't get approved until like ten o'clock Saturday morning. So they they were actually leaving town. They were getting a flight, and I sat with them until like seven o'clock. So we're sitting there for four hours, going like this. And and I said, "Look, I'm leaving. I don't want to be responsible for you, you know, missing a flight. Yeah, you know, go go enjoy your trip." And I came back, you know, later, and and picked it up. Yeah. No man. Yeah, and that's. I mean. It sucks when stuff like that happens, you know, just nothing but delays and whatnot. But I get it to an extent, you know, but it's just like everything else. It's uh, it lacks streamlining. Well, in, I don't know. I don't know if we need to always be on the defense because for a while it was like, hey, this state got, you know, open carry, constitutional carry. And that, that started being a movement in Florida, but I don't know if that's going to go anywhere. The Florida Republicans. That's all I got to say. Well, so in Florida, we have a majority in the House and a majority in the Senate. You know, that's the state Senate. And yeah. they're they're just not moving the bill. And DeSantis has, has said, and, you know, this is prior to the last couple of shootings, put it on my desk, I'll sign it. Yeah, but you know now I'm sure it's absolutely freaking dead. You never know, you never know until it actually is said dead or not dead. So I hope. I mean, I I'm hoping. And the other thing, I I wish we had things like Texas, the that hey, uh, a suppressor manufactured in Florida, that kind of thing. That would be fantastic. Also, I think it's Tennessee or Kentucky. If you have a carry permit. There is no background check. You fill out a forty-four seventy-three, and it goes in the safe. So there, there are states out there where you know they're not calling the Fed. They're like, hey, here's yeah, here's my minutes, my yeah. CCW, here's my driver's license. I want that gun. Yeah, and it's that simple. Yeah, it's funny too. In uh, in LA, at least. Uh... I remember the sheriff saying, oh, yeah, we're going to be processing more uh, concealed carry permits. And I go on the website to kind of see what's changed in the form. Nothing's changed. So he wasn't lying. Yeah, he's going to process more. doesn't mean he's going to accept more. Or approve them, right, yeah. Or approve them, yeah, because last I heard, I mean. Deny. Deny. Yeah, you're either a cop, a judge, um, high-powered or high-profile individual. And then, yeah, you'll get your concealed carry for your own self-defense. But I'm like, okay, what about the regular, the regular guy, you know, who's got to work and, you know, barely scrounges through but needs his own protection? What about that guy? 
especially when S hits the fan. In, in the, and that's the whole thing. That, that's what bothers me. And not that I agree uh, with what I'm about to say, hmm. but if if the politicians want us all to be disarmed, it's like lead by example. You first. Yeah, exactly. Give, give up your armed security. Give up, you know, walk around, you know, send the National Guard and the chain link fences and the razor wire home around the Capitol. No. Walk they around the commoners. They yeah, won't do that. T- they think they're me, above us. Well, it, and that's the whole point. All of the laws now have a loophole for themselves. Yeah. They're, they, oh, they, yeah. they're allowed to do insider trading. Come on. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, yes. Put a uh, gray bar motel for I don't know how long for some dumb thing she did. And then this other one's racking it in with a wheelbarrow. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. They're, they're, they made an exception for them to be able to insider trade, which is crazy. Well, also they exempted themselves from Obamacare. Apparently the Bilderbergs are meeting like 10 minutes away from my house. Right now. (laughs) Is that the CIA safe house by you? No, no. They they had a, a, this like it's a resort type of area. Maybe I should go visit them. You look like you can use a vacation, you know, yeah, go into the resort. And I, and I, uh, yeah, I'll disappear, go into like a black site or whatever. Oh, shit, yeah. I want, uh, you know what, that probably means Alex Jones is somewhere around here. I, I was going to say, my favorite was Alex Jones with the bullhorn yelling, they're eating babies wrapped in gold foil. <sighs> oh, man. That guy really gets a lot of flag for a lot of things. I, you know, he's been right about a lot of shit. I mean, as much as that, I like goofing on him, yeah, and he's got some really funny moments. Yeah, it's the it's when he says it and how he says it that makes people go, "Oh, this guy's crazy!" And then all of a sudden, it's like, "Oh wow, he was right about that." Yes. Like, oh man, he's bat. His batting average is pretty good right now. So better than CNN. Oh, yeah, by far. Uh, Apparently, they're at the Westfield Marriott Hotel in Chantilly, Virginia. Probably go crash it. That's like (laughs) literally two minutes away from uh, probably just doxed uh, Jay the Shooter. But I'm going to go pick up Jay the Shooter. We're going to go meet some Bilderberg people. There's probably a bunch of protesters out there. You think so? I would. I would imagine. Anybody wants to go? Anybody? Should I go? Let me know in the comments. Should I go? If if I get a thousand dollars in the next one minute, I will go and crash crash it in super chats. Oh, super chat a thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. No one's gonna. Super yeah. chat me a thousand dollars. Boy, John, you're you're pricey. I know. Yeah, I, I, I said that because nothing. I know there's no way in hell anybody's going to. I want to see someone call that bluff. <laughs> uh, I have to go in my car. Sorry. Hopefully, it's not too noisy out here. Uh, no, 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 no. It sounds pretty good. Damn uh, it, I got someone a highway did it. out my window. They're just joking. <laughs> oh, I can't even hear the highway. That's good. All right. Well, we've been on for an hour. I'm yeah. going to get off here and upload this to the audio only version. Do it. All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. Uh, you can find me on uh, johncrump.locals.com. Also, check out John Crump News for your latest and greatest news. Thank you, Ghost Gunner, for sponsoring this podcast. You can find Rich at flyingrich.locals.com. On YouTube at Flying Rich, not Fly Rich, and not Flying, flying with Rich, but 
Fly Rich, uh, on Instagram at Flying Rich underscore official, and on MySpace. Yep. All right, guys. Um, All right. I'm going to kick it over to Alex. Alex, you're going to have the final word. Tell people where they can find you and give us some words of wisdom to end on. Oh, man, I don't know. But, uh, no words of wisdom, but you can find me at uh, APM80.com and on Instagram, I think it's Alex Precision Machine. Uh, you'll see the logo on there. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Again, thank you guys for having me on. I really appreciate it. Oh, sure. Well, we'll have to have you on 